morning. This is 89.1 Power Radio coming to you from Lorain, Ohio. My name is John Murtha, and we're very happy that you tuned in today on this beautiful spring day, which harkens to better things coming as summer is just around the corner. I'm in the radio station today with our station engineer, Wanda Ewing. Hello, Wanda. Good morning. Uh, my friend and assistant, David Abood. David. Good morning, welcome. John. Good to be here. Very good to be here and very good to have everybody listening in today. Like I say, today is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Our number here, if you would like to call, maybe have some comment, insight, question, uh, is 440 399 3044. Once again, that's 440-399-3044. And if you want to live stream us, which is a, a good way to stay in touch with us, www.wnzn.org. And you can just uh, tune in there. So David uh, and Wanda, last week we had Dr. Sang on who talked about uh, the life of our thought life, you know, yeah. and uh, mm -hmm. how to take every thought captive and how powerful uh, our thoughts are on our emotions, on our behavior. Yes. And uh, yeah. coming from a psychiatric point of view, a professional medical man, it was mm -hmm. very interesting and uh, informative. But I want us to pick up again where we started several weeks ago on this whole area where how can we have victory in our Christian walk? Mm -hmm. How can we have victory uh, and be overcomers? Jesus says, uh, in this world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. Mm -hmm. And we kind of share in that victory. Yeah. But why don't we? Why don't we as believers have that victory? We don't. We know that's true, not all the time. And so I want us to look at um, these three major areas of opposition or obstacles to live in a victorious Christian life. You know, Jesus says in John chapter 10, verse 10, mm -hmm. that the enemy comes to do what? Kill, steal, yeah. and destroy. And yeah. destroy. Yeah. You know, destructive elements there. That's the enemy. And of course, mm -hmm. that enemy is the devil, Jesus is speaking. But in that very same verse, Jesus says, I came that you might have life yeah. and life more abundantly. Mm -hmm. So he came that we might have life, i.e. salvation, mm -hmm. but that doesn't stop there. He wants us to have an abundant life mm -hmm. and to walk in victory and to be fruitful and to be overcomers. So let's look at this today, and we're going to start at the three major uh, obstacles, if you will, or paths of resistance that are in opposition to our walk of victory. And let's turn, if we will, to Ephesians chapter 2. I want to start with Ephesians chapter 2, reading... Um, verse 1, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1, the Apostle Paul. And remember, he's writing to a very spiritual church. The yeah. church at Ephesus, yeah. there's there's no re, hardly no rebuke in this letter at all. It's not like the letter to the Corinthian church or the church at Galatia where there's a lot of correction and rebuke. The yeah. Ephesian church, he's given high spiritual information. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it starts out, he says, And you he has made alive who were dead in our trespasses and sins. And now, again, Jesus says, I have come that you might have life. Uh, that's the biggest thing about the Christian faith, yes. is that we were mm -hmm. dead. In, we start with this scriptural truth that we are all dead right. spiritually in our trespasses and sins. And mm -hmm. a lot of people don't understand that. Yeah. But right from the beginning, God said to Adam and Eve, the day you partake of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, you will surely die yeah that's the issue mm -hmm. and it's not misbehavior or mm -hmm. immoral all these things drunk all of these things are side issues or the mm -hmm. fruits from a bitter root 
But the issue is we're separated from life in God. And what Jesus does through his death, burial, resurrection, and his ascension, of course, is he can reconnect us with that life with God. Yes. And I always say Jesus did not die on the cross and rise from the grave to make nice people nicer or yes. more polite. Or something. He came to make dead people alive. Yeah. And, and many people think, well, i got to turn over a new leaf, yeah. or I'm going to make a new start, or I'm going to have a New Year's resolution. Yeah. Yeah. That's not the issue. Yeah. I'm going to not drink as much. I'm going to quit smoking cigarettes. Yeah. That's not the issue. Yeah. Those are things that we should stop or whatever. Mm -hmm. But the key is, once I was dead, but now I'm alive. It yeah. says an amazing grace. Or as the father of the prodigal son says to the older brother, the prodigal returns, he says, this is your brother. Once he was lost, now he's found. Once he was dead... Mm -hmm. And now yeah. he's alive. Yeah. And so that's our starting point. And yes. It's very important. It sure is. And of course, uh, the enemy comes, as Wanda quoted <clears throat> from John, to rob, kill, and destroy. Yes. And Jesus will say in John chapter 8, he was a murderer yes. from the very beginning. Yes. He's a murderer from the very beginning. Okay, back to Ephesians chapter 2. He says, that's your critical issue. Dead, now we're made alive. Yes. Verse 2, in which you once walked according to the course of this, this world. world. Now, here, here's the first um, obstacle, if you will, to a spiritual life, uh, is the world. Now, when I say the world, it's not the globe or, quote-unquote, this planet. Yeah. It's, it's the culture of yes. this planet. This planet, this earth, this culture, the world, is not pro-God, yeah. <laughs> yes. in case you haven't noticed. Yes. It just is not. And, but, but it's attractive, and it has a spiritual gravity to it that it... it it holds us down, yeah. and many people think that's all this world is. Mm -hmm. Therefore, what? Eat, drink, and, and be, be merry, yeah. for yeah. tomorrow you die. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. Jesus, it says in First John, uh, do not be friends with this world. Mm. You know, it's attractive, it's, it's shiny, mm -hmm. you know, it, 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 we think that this world is everything, mm -hmm. but it's not. That's why Jesus says, what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? You see, yeah. it does, and look throughout human history, Absolutely. from the Napoleons, mm -hmm. yes. to the Hitlers, to the mm -hmm. Caesars, to the mm -hmm. on and on and on, that mm -hmm. really literally wanted the whole world. They, and, and of course, wow. they died terrible deaths, yeah. you know what I'm saying? They, they weren't happy, they weren't fulfilled. So there's number one, we're going to look at that, perhaps not on this show, but on another show, that's a whole separate issue, the world and the yeah. attractability. Mm -hmm. More and more we're moving in this direction. Why? Because we're moving away from God and the Word of God as a culture, and therefore we're moving into a naturalistic, materialistic worldview. Yeah. And we think that this life, and this life cannot satisfy. No way. That's no, why St. Yeah. Augustine would say, Our hearts are restless, O Lord, mm. until they find their rest in Thee. Yes. He says that, Amen. or it's, it's, uh, the modern version, there's nothing out here that can ultimately fill this empty space in here. Yes. You know, yeah. it, 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 comment, if you will, please, Wanda or David, on this. This is the, we're going to pick up on this whole thing of the world Absolutely. as an obstacle. Absolutely. Yes, Wanda. Uh, before I make my statement, I would like to take a moment, just a moment, to welcome our viewers, uh, Elder Anna Wright from Chicago, uh, Minister Elaine Falone from Chicago, Minister Dava from uh, Illinois, want to thank you guys for watching and uh, continue to watch and be blessed. We love you all. Mm -hmm. It is so important to remain focused on the things, because the word, the word says to keep our affections on the things above, mm -hmm. because the things of this world are so enticing and so tempting. Now, 
the enemy or the prince of this world will not have you engage in something that's boring. He's gonna, they make it attractive to you because your soul is very expensive. Mm -hmm. The soul is priceless. Yes. And, and, to, and to really, really understand the value of the relationship with the Lord, the, the value of your soul, and, and what it costs for, to gain eternal life, mm -hmm. you, have to, you have to stay in the Word. Or, you, or you, you, your focus will become blurred and it become muddy. Because the more we walk after this flesh, the more the flesh becomes uh, entertaining and attractive to us. So that's part of the, the robbing, the, the killing, and the stealing of the soul, of the spirit, of the walk. Yeah, it is so yeah. important yeah. to stay focused. That's a good point, Wanda. You know, uh, we're told that the Word of God is a light under our path, a lamp under my uh, feet. And we so it, it's, it's a, it, Jesus says it's a narrow path, but it's a well-lit path yeah. if we will follow that. And there's so many voices in the world that want to get our attention. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, It's a little like the first car I ever owned. It was a 57 Chevy. I was a 17-year-old kid. Wow. And I always liked this one radio station. It was Wixie 1260. It was back in the 60s, right? Mm -hmm. But my radio thing drifted. Uh -huh. the, 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 the dial would always drift. Yeah. <laughs> I end up on yeah. another station, uh -huh. and I'd have to bring it back. So that's like the world. Uh -huh. we, we were prone to drift uh -huh. and hear the messages of the world. You know, try this, do this. That's, mm -hmm. But we always have to re-correct and get back to the Word of God, as right. Wanda says. And what saith yeah. the Lord? Oh, I should walk this. Mm -hmm. This pleases God. Yes. This grieves God. And yes. walk in, you know, walking in this yeah. direction. You know, Jan, uh, one of the things that uh, hit me when I was getting ready for the show is um, how Satan works, not only with unbelievers, but with believers to knock us off track. Mm -hmm. And there was a movie I saw called uh, God is Not Dead, the mm -hmm. first one. And uh, based on what Wanda was talking about, where we focus on worldly dominion and lose sight of Christ mm -hmm. yes. in the Word and our future until it's too late. Yeah. And you know, one of the big things is at the end of the day, are you going to be looking for the balance in your checking account or are you going to be looking for your Savior? And in the movie, God is Not Dead, uh, they had this uh, visual. I think it was one of the best scenes in the movie where this young, rich guy, um, his mother was in uh, an old folks' home and she had dementia. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she had no idea who her kids were. And he came in to see her and it was this, um, it was a dark room. And he was sitting with her, just staring at her. Her mouth was open, and she was looking at the wall. Mm -hmm. And he said, I can't believe it. You are good. You prayed your whole life. You followed Jesus. Um, you went to church every weekend, and now look at you. Mm. Did it do you any good? And he said, look, I'm the meanest person I know. I have everything I want, mm. and I'm happy. And look at you. And I never did anything good. Mm. And then all of a sudden, she started to talk. Mm. And she said to him, she said, you know what? Sometimes Satan comes to us and he allows us to live in comfort until it's too late. Mm. So your sin right now is a comfy jail cell with the door wide open. Mm -hmm. And wow. the only time it's going to make sense to you is when that door closes and it's too late. Yeah. And then she went back to staring at the wall. Yeah, like yeah. So you could tell the Holy Spirit was there. But I think there's so much truth to that. Yes. Yeah, and so, the, yeah. The world is attractive. You know, yeah. when I lived in uh, Southeast Asia, the Chinese used to have, the Christian Chinese mm -hmm. had this saying, sometimes the ant dies in the sugar bowl. Mm -hmm. See, the ant's supposed to go into the sugar bowl, mm -hmm. get what he needs like and get that. out. Yeah. But sometimes the it ant dies in the sugar bowl. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And sometimes 
human beings, we die in the sugar bowl. Right. Mm-hmm. We get this, I get a bigger mm-hmm. car, I do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we get to the end of our life, mm-hmm. and what was it all about? That's like that fellow in yeah. the illustration. Mm-hmm. And so going to point two here, yeah. that's that's the world in verse yeah. two. Walked according to the course of this world. Yeah. According to what? The prince and power of the air. Now here's mm-hmm. the second enemy. Yeah. And we're going to look at this. That Satan is called the prince and power of the air. The yes. spirit who now works. Notice he's working. Yeah. In the sons of disobedience, not the sons of obedience, among whom also we, notice the Apostle Paul includes himself in this, Mm -hmm. all of us once conducted ourselves in, look, the lust of our flesh. Now, that's the second thing. Mm -hmm. So you got the devil, the world, and the flesh, and we're going to take these apart in the coming weeks, Mm -hmm. uh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh, there's that flesh again, and of the mind, and were by nature, what? Children of wrath. Yeah. Just as the others. So it starts out mm. death, wrath, disobedience, flesh, Satan. All of these things are reversed mm-hmm. when we come to Christ. Then we have life. We have victory. A renewed mind. We learn how to die to the flesh, crucify the flesh. We learn all these things and we learn how to have power yeah. uh, over the devil. Where mm-hmm. God says uh, in the book of James, the Holy Spirit inspired James to say, res- uh, submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee, flee from you. Yes. Yeah. So we're going to learn how to have victory yes. in these three spheres. Yes. Excellent. And we're going to equip. It's going to be an equipment, and uh, we're going to mm-hmm. see. So let's start today. Yeah. Uh, we're backtracking a little bit, but to lay the foundation. Did you ever hear somebody say to you, "Well, why did God invent the devil, mm-hmm. or why did God make the devil?" You see, mm-hmm. well, that's an interesting question. But if, if the person really looks into the scripture, you can actually see the explanation about this. And we're going to start in Isaiah chapter 14. Uh, Isaiah chapter 14. Of course, the book of Isaiah is a tremendous book mm-hmm. in terms of everything that's revealed in here, particularly about the Messiah. Yes. Uh, we talked about the book of Isaiah before. When the Dead Sea Scrolls were discovered in 1947, had portions or nearly all the scrolls of the Old Testament except the book of Esther, but the one that was yeah. complete... Right. And one, I know you've been to Israel. Yes. You've been to the, 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 the they have this called mm-hmm. this museum of the of the scrolls. Mm-hmm. They have the whole scroll of Isaiah yeah. unfurled. Isn't that something? 24 yeah. feet. Yeah. 24 yeah. feet unfurled. Yeah. But he, he reveals deep, deep prophecies and mysteries. But I want us to pick us up on this topic of the origin uh, of Satan. And John, uh, Isaiah chapter 14. And if somebody would read verse 12 and 13. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. And maybe 14 and 15 things. Okay. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High, yet thou shalt be brought down to hell to the sides of the pit. Thank you, Vanda. Mm-hmm. So here you see oh, yeah. the origin. You're going to see the origin and the destination mm-hmm. of this being, if you will. But notice he says, how are you fallen from heaven, O Lucifer? Lucifer means what? Sometimes you have a side note in your Bible. But luce is where the Latin word luxus or lucius, or, uh, mm-hmm. it's where they get the word light. Bright light, shining one, is what Lucifer actually means, shining or bright one. It says, he was. A, there's only three angels that are given names in the scripture. 
One is Michael. Right. Uh, one is Gabriel, Gabriel. the messenger. Uh, Michael's often warrior or yeah. the defender of Israel. Mm -hmm. But then you have Lucifer, yeah. as, which suggests he's an archangel. He's Absolutely. extremely high mm -hmm. in the hierarchy. Yeah. One of God's God. favorites. Right? One of, yeah. Very close to mm -hmm. God. Right. Yeah. But it says, Son of the morning, how are you cut down to the ground? Notice he's, look at this, coming down. He says, for you weaken the nations. Wow. He's still doing that today. Remember what we read in Ephesians chapter 2? Okay. Yeah. For you have said in your heart, there's where sin enters in. See, only human beings and angels are free moral agents. Mm. That is to say, we have the capacity for choice. Yeah. Angels, Absolutely. squirrels don't. Yes. Uh, oak trees don't. <laughs> Stars and planets yeah. don't have this. You yeah. see what I'm saying? They're hardwired to do what right. you know, a squirrel does There's or an elephant. Or right. But we, that's why right from the beginning you see yeah. God establishes a choice dynamic. Mm -hmm. Here's the tree of life. Here's the tree of the knowledge of God. Choose life. Mm -hmm. yeah. Through the Old Testament, he says, I set before you this day life and death. Yeah. Choose the two thieves on the cross yeah. with Jesus in between. One chooses life yeah. and the other disregards yeah. Jesus yes. and chooses death. So all through the scripture you see this. So too in the heavenly realm, mm -hmm. the angelic beings... Um, are free moral agents. That is, they have the capacity for free will, what we call volition. Mm -hmm. Now, more and more in a high-tech industry, we're, we're going to the 21st century as robotics. It just is. Well, God didn't want to make a robot. He could have made us robots and programmed us that we'd always yeah. serve him right. yeah. and bow down to him. He wanted us to, to respond. That's not love if you do that. Mm. That's... Uh, that's like prisoners do. They yes, have to obey yeah, you. Right. See, he wanted a free expression of mm -hmm. our love and worship. Mm -hmm. Or we could rebel and turn our back on him. He wanted our true love. He wanted true yeah, love. Right. And same thing with the angels in heaven. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's seeing the glory of God. Oh, you understand yeah. what this is? And then he says, but it says in his heart. But notice what he says here. Notice this. I will ascend to heaven. Yeah. I will exalt above. Yeah. I will. See this word I? Yeah. Which suggests what sin? What's the capital sin of Satan? Pride. Yeah. I, me, mm -hmm. I. I'm not satisfied with what I have. I'm going to ascend higher. I'm going to be above the stars of God. Often the stars of God sometimes are used emblematic or metaphoric of angels mm -hmm. because they're bright and they're in the sky. He says, I will also sit on the mount of the congregation on the farthest of the north. I will ascend. You see, I'm not happy yeah. with where I'm yeah. at. To the, I will be what? Like the most Hi. Yeah, no mm -hmm. kidding. Wow. What did he say to Eve in the garden? If you partake of this tree, then you will be sure. like yeah. God. And you surely won't die. Yeah. You will be like wow. God. See, this is see. Yeah. In a sense, in the 21st century, we think, "Well, man would never say." But man is, and man is becoming his own god today. Oh yeah. I'll rule my life. Yeah. I'm in charge. Uh, I'll do it my way. Mm -hmm. You see, this is all. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to acknowledge God or bow mm -hmm. before. Yeah. You know, Jen, I think we touched on this uh, last weekend with Doctor Singh. You know, and and it really hit me uh, what we concluded. What when you are an unbeliever, sometimes it is focus on I. When you when you start to walk in Christ, it becomes we, mm -hmm. and you know, and that is such a huge difference, and and that's the way Christ lived his life. I mean, when you take a look at what he did for the disciples, you know, he washed their feet. He was a servant leader. That, that that's the transformation that occurs. Mm -hmm. Humility yeah. is the key. Right. Humility is the key mm -hmm. to salvation. What I mean by yeah. that, it says in the Old Testament, a broken and a contrite heart. Yeah. God says, I will in no wise refuse. Yeah. Uh, God resists the proud, but mm. he gives grace to the humble. Whenever you find where you can get more grace, and you want to underline that or yes. put a little star. Yes. <laughs> what I'm saying is, yeah. you know, 
But but humility is the key, and you bring out a good point. Jesus established a pattern. He says in Mark chapter 10, uh, the Son of Man did not come to serve, but mm -hmm. to be served. Yeah. Did not come to serve, but to serve mm -hmm. and to be or give his life a ransom for many. Mm -hmm. And of course, he displays that with the washing of the feet. But it says in Philippians 2, even though he was equal with God, yeah. he, 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 he became a man. He lowered himself, not just a man, but a servant, not just a servant, but condemned and crucified on the cross which is the most shameful of all deaths and then buried in the earth <clears throat> he keeps going down down humility why he did therefore god has highly exalted him and given name above all names that every knee should bow every tongue confess that's the deal satan wants it all yeah. that's why he offers to jesus one of the wilderness temptations is bow down before me and what i'll give you all these kingdoms i'll give you all these kingdoms of the earth yeah, it, John, uh, m maybe you can touch on this too because um, the thing that hit me when we were talking is the, the I statement, you hit a brick wall. It is short-lived. But the we statement never ends. You have so much opportunity when you create disciples. You're connected to God. Mm -hmm. And it's the I statement when it, it pushes you away from God. Mm -hmm. exactly and that's right. where the sin is because we're supposed to be connected to God. We were created in God's image. Yes, yes, right. So without that connection, it's like cutting the umbilical cord before you can walk. Exactly and, right. And so, uh, you know, for me, that really has come home even during the last few shows we've done, especially as I'm walking in my faith now and I realize that is the key to our transformation to go from I to we. Yeah, community, right. Yeah. So he says here, I, verse 15, yet he shall be brought down to the shield, to the lowest. And this is his descent. We're going to see this mm -hmm. as we track high level. Yeah. And he ends up, in. we're going to see at the end of the book of Revelation, literally in the lake of fire. But staying with this thought, turn now in the Old Testament to Ezekiel chapter 28. Okay. Ezekiel chapter 28 expands on this. Uh, explanation of where did the devil come from? Did God create the devil, or what? what what's going on? A prophecy against the king of Tyre. Um, is that uh, it? Tyre. He starts yeah. out by giving this prophecy against uh, perhaps a natural uh, uh, king or uh -huh. uh, emperor, if you will. Uh, but then he says, then it switches a little bit. Okay, it, it, it goes into this exalted uh, language. Look at verse 11. Maybe read verse 11 uh, through 13. We're in Ezekiel 28 now. Okay, I got it, Wanda. Okay. Uh, the word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, take up a lament concerning the king of Tyra and say to him, this is what the sovereign Lord says. You were the seal of perfection, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. You were in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone adorned you. Carnelian, chrysolite, and emerald, topaz, onyx, and jasper, lapis, lazuli, turquoise, and beryl. What is lapis lazuli? These are precious uh, okay, stones. I know. Huh? <laughs> I never heard of it. Your settings and mornings were made of gold. On the day you were created, they were prepared. You were anointed as a guardian cherub, for so I ordained you. You were on the holy mount of God. You walked among the fiery stones. Mm. You were blameless in your ways from the day you were created till wickedness was found in you. Through your widespread trade, you were filled with violence and you sinned. So I drove you in disgrace from the Mount of God and I expelled you, guardian cherub, from among the fiery stones. Your heart became proud on account of your beauty 
and you corrupted your wisdom because of your splendor. So I threw you to the earth. I made a spectacle of you before kings. By your many sins and dishonest trade, you have desecrated your sanctuaries. Okay, great. Yeah. So this gives us, see how this is similar yes. to Isaiah 14? Yeah. Number one, he's called the anointed cherub. This mm -hmm. is not speaking about a human king. He yeah. elevates his revelation here of, of, of what is going on. The other thing we see here is, again, notice how iniquity filled his heart. Mm. He says, God says, I established you. Uh, you were in the holy mountain of God. You walked back and forth in the midst of fiery stones. See, yeah. God is called a consuming fire. In other words, he's so bright, he's so holy. But these angel, this angel is, is that close to God. Mm. And he says, uh, you were perfect, verse 15, in your ways from the day you were created. There's where God creates Lucifer. Until what? Iniquity was found in you. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing it says in Isaiah 14. Yeah. So when you understand this, and then he's cast down. In other words, he's, he's at this high realm, and now he's going to be cast down. Remember we said in Ephesians 2, he's now where? He's called the prince and power of the air. air. And so we're going to look at this in a moment. That's his neighborhood. That's, yeah. his, that's, his, that's, his, mm -hmm. that's where he traffics now. Mm -hmm. And we're going to look. Uh, this is a very powerful thing. But when you look at Luke chapter 10, you get a little bit more. So the key to Scripture is to use Scripture to interpret Scripture. You know, you go line upon line. Yeah, I like that, John. And, yeah. and therefore, we're not getting into the land of conjecture, mm -hmm. I think this, mm -hmm. or maybe this. Because that's really what Hollywood does mm -hmm. uh, with this whole thing of uh, the devil or a cult or demonic or this or that. They don't get it right. I mean, they scare people with it, and they, they take a text here or something, but they don't get it right. Mm -hmm. It's just yeah. exploitive, you see. Mm -hmm. It's not scriptural. Mm -hmm. So when you look at chapter 10. Luke 10? Uh, Luke, I'm sorry, Luke chapter 10. This is after Jesus sent out the 70. Okay. He had 70 disciples. We know he has 12 apostles. And he sends them on a preaching mission. But when he sends them forth, he says, I'm going to give you power yes. over the enemy. Uh -huh. uh, see, that's the key. Uh -huh. If you're rightly submitted to God, if you're under his power, you got power. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not under his power, you don't have power. That's, we'll look at that down the road. But look what he says, one, if you have that, mm -hmm. Luke chapter 10, uh -huh. um, verse 17 through 20. And the 70 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Behold, I give unto you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. Okay, great. There's so much in here. Yeah. But remember we talked about in Isaiah 14, is he, he's kicked out, right? He's mm -hmm. cast down. Mm -hmm. Here Jesus says, I saw that happen. He yeah. says, I saw Satan fall like what? Lightning. Lightning. What was his title and what was Lucifer mean? Light like, one. Yes. Luminous. So yes. you can almost imagine he's cast out and he's he's like that. Uh -huh. He says, it's shh. Mm -hmm. And Jesus says, I saw that. Mm -hmm. Of course, Jesus is the great I am. He's, but but yes. what we're getting... As believers, we're getting insight into the spiritual realm yeah. from a scriptural point of view. Yeah, yeah. And now, I looked at it like that. But well, boy, you're right. it says in Matthew chapter 13, Jesus says, But unto you is given to know mysteries. Uh -huh. 90% of people walking around the world today, they understand very little about the spiritual realm the angelic, the demonic, the attributes of God, the, the, the yeah. how, how our soul is made up by God. The, but God gives us access to these things. Hmm. And these guys were so impressed that they had power over the, the demons. <laughs> Jesus says, 
He says, I saw Satan. He says, Behold, mm. I give you authority. Not our own authority. I give you authority to what? Trample on serpents and scorpions. Yeah. Serpents and scorpions are metaphoric for the demonic. Mm. They're on the ground. They sting you. Mm -hmm. They bite you. Now look, when we come to Christ, we're going to look at this when we get into <coughs> spiritual warfare. It says in Ephesians, we are now positionally yeah. seated where? Uh -huh. In the heavenlies. Mm -hmm. Our position is in the, our citizenship is in heaven. If we're in the heavenlies, and Satan and the demons are in the prince and power of the air, they're kicked out of the heavenlies. They're, that means we they're under us. Mm. Therefore, we trample on them. Yeah. Do you understand this yeah. principle? Yeah. Yeah. Provided we're submitted rightly to Christ. But when I minister in Southeast Asia, where I'll be next month, yeah. they are so aware of the demonic realm. They don't understand it, but they have spirit houses. Every bank, every house has a spirit house. They wear special bracelets, charms, amulets. They're worried about spirits are going to trouble them, give them yeah. a nightmare, give them that. Once they come to Christ, they're like the disciples. Even the spirits, yeah. even the, the demons, we now don't have to fear. Mm -hmm. You've broken that from us. We don't realize that as much in Western culture. We're going to talk about this. Western yeah. culture is beset by mm -hmm. a host of demonic activities. Mm -hmm. But here we're seeing, mm -hmm. as a believer, remember Jesus says, I come that you might have life and life more abundantly. abundantly. Part of that abundant life is having the victory in the spirit realm. Mm -hmm. That's why when we pray the Lord's Prayer, the Our Father, Jesus included in there, lead us not into temptation, but what? Deliver, Deliver us from yeah. evil. Evil. Mm -hmm. That's that's a real prayer as much yes. as forgiveness or asking for daily bread. Yeah. And we gotta know this stuff. Yes, we yes. do. Why? Absolutely. Because because knowledge is power. Mm -hmm. Wisdom, scriptural wisdom is big time power. Mm -hmm. And to be forewarned is to be forearmed. Absolutely. We're not ignorant. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. If you're in the military and you're going to war, you gotta have your weapon. You have to have a flak jacket, you have to have a helmet. <laughs> if you're gonna play football oh, yeah. in the NFL, yeah. Anywhere. And you go out there with just yep. a T-shirt on and stuff. You, you're not gonna make it. Absolutely. Go. You know, John. Uh, again, uh, I think the take-home message is that all humans have to be aware that we have a supernatural enemy whose aim is to use pain and pleasure to make us blind, stupid, and miserable. And in Revelations 12:9 through 10, the Bible calls him the devil and Satan, the deceiver of the world, the accuser. So. That, that, that's why this is so important. And once you get into the word, as you said, you realize that's the tool, that's the blueprint for us mm. to defend ourselves. We can't run from it. The only reason we're not seeing it, like you are overseas, is because of all the glitter and lights that's right. and all the distractions here in the U.S. Mm. That's right. We're going to yeah. look at the power he has over yeah. an unbeliever because it mm -hmm. says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4, If our gospel be hid, it is hid to them whom the God of this age has blinded. Mm. See, people are spiritually blinded and they don't even know they're spiritually blinded. Yes. Because for 27 years I was like that. I didn't yeah. understand until I came to Christ and the blinders fell mm -hmm. and the Holy Spirit came in and then all of a sudden the Word of God opens up and you go, oh, now I see. Now yeah. I see. Yeah. You know, yeah. Once I was blind, but now, now I, see. I see. Right. But this downward fall yeah. we see here. And let's pick up on that again and we're going to get into some practical life. Look at Revelation chapter 12 for a moment. Okay, we'll go to that one. I'm just trying to set up uh, kind of uh, what's going on here. In Revelation chapter 12. Yep. And you'll see this. Um, Is it the one I just quoted, 9 through 10, or do you want to do something else? Uh, Revelation chapter 12. It's, it's picking up on this, and this is where he has, uh, he sees this war in heaven. Look at verse 7 uh, okay. through 9. 
Revelation 12, 7 through 9. Then we broke out in heaven. <clears throat> Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought back. But he was not strong enough, and they lost their place in heaven. The great dragon was hurled down. That ancient serpent called the devil, or Satan, who leads the whole world astray. He was hurled to the earth and his angels with him. Okay. Now, see the number of titles that are here? You know, yeah. he's called uh, that, that old serpent or ancient. That's what we see in the Garden of Eden, of mm -hmm. course. Devil, tempter, Satan, the accuser, deception, uh, leads the whole world astray. He's a leader of these other fallen angels. And when you see that, it, it harkens back to chapter 12, verse 1, where he says, John has this vision. Now a great sign appeared in heaven. A woman clothed with the sun and the moon and the stars and her feet. Then she brings forth a child. But another sign appeared into heaven, a great fiery red dragon having seven heads, ten horns, seven nine. His tail drew a third of the stars of heaven. Now this is, this is Satan in a poetic language. You see, he's a dragon. A dragon is a serpent, a flying serpent, if you will. He says, when it says he, he drew a third of the stars and threw him to the earth, some suggest in his rebellion, a third of the angels follow after him. Hmm. That's, that's yeah. some theologians will, hmm. because we know that demons are fallen uh, angels. Hmm. They're demonic, okay? There's no such thing as ghosts or people's ghosts don't come in. They're demonic. They imitate, they lie, yeah. they, 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 they're badly intentioned. They come to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman and was ready to give birth and devour. Of course, we can't get into it today, but this is this is uh, symbolic when you see the sun, the moon, this woman with the sun, the moon, the stars, and the twelve. That's similar to the dream that Joseph has way back in Genesis. Hmm. When he says, I saw my brothers, the eleven stars would bow down, even the sun and the moon. And Jacob right. says, you yeah. mean your mother and I will bow? So it's a, it's a picture of Israel that's going to bring forth <clears throat> the Messiah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, when the Messiah, the promised child, comes... Herod is inspired of Satan to do what? Kill that little baby. Yeah. That's why he's going to devour. He's going to. Mm -hmm. It's not going to happen though. And so then we see this whole idea. We get another picture of the fall of Satan. Yeah. You see him coming down, uh, and then he inhabits this. Uh, what we call he's the prince and power of the air. Uh -huh. Now what's going on there? Satan is not his main adversary, if you will, opponent is not Christ, not Jesus, but Michael. And what I mean by that, Jesus is the creator. Mm -hmm. yeah. Satan and Lucifer was is a created being. So mm -hmm. in a sense, there's no match, if mm -hmm. you will. That's why even at the end of the age, when Jesus comes, he destroys Babylon and all the false systems by just speaking. He just, the sword of his mouth, you see. Even in the, when he's tempted in the wilderness, he just defeats Satan by saying, thus, oh, yeah. it, it is right. written, it yeah. is written. Yes. But, it, but you'll see Michael, we won't get into it this morning, uh, combating um, uh, the devil in the book of Daniel, even in Revelation, if you turn the book right before Revelation is Jude. Mm -hmm. This is one of the smallest books in the New Testament. But you kind of see this uh, working out if you read Jude, verse 9. Well, what, what book? La, uh, right before Revelation is the okay. book of Jude. It's Go really just a letter. Have it. Yet Michael the archangel, when contending with the devil, <clears throat> he disputed about the body of Moses, durst not bring against him a railing accusation, but said, the Lord rebuked thee. See, it's Michael. Yep. Say, you'll see this again in the Old mm -hmm. Testament. Whereas Gabriel is often the messenger. Yeah. Um, he will bring the message to Elizabeth, uh, to, to Zacharias, your wife is going to bear a son, she'll call him his name John. He'll bring the revelation to Daniel. 
in Daniel chapter 9 and 10 about the 70 weeks. He'll bring the revelation uh, to Mary. You're going to bear a child. He's like the messenger. But Michael is in uh, uh, adversarial. He's in, in combat mm -hmm. uh, yeah. with Satan. That's more of an equal match. Mm -hmm. And that's why people have a misunderstanding. <laughs> for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ he's, he's the creator you yeah, understand yeah, this is absolutely. No match. yes please well it, you know it, so they're battling mm -hmm. <clears throat> but Michael is still connected to God mm. that's the difference and that's why the Lord rebuke you too so for me that that's the way we have to look at it down on the planet we cannot take him on alone oh, exactly and that's right. why we need our connection that that's where I see a, a similar pattern mm -hmm. there we got to learn from the from oh, you, the you're exactly time. right yeah. yeah and notice Michael uses authority but he, he, he yeah he, he respects his opponent right he doesn't make light of it that's why people that make light we should never uh, exaggerate the power mm -hmm. of the enemy you see never exaggerate but never minimize it either mm -hmm. you see what I'm saying but be rightly informed mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. his power mm -hmm. that's important yeah. because again when you look at Hollywood and popular culture they misrepresent the power of evil. Number one, he's not he's not omnipotent. He's not all powerful. Right. Only God is. He's not omniscient. We're going to look at that. He's not mm -hmm. everywhere. He doesn't know all your thoughts and the motives of your heart. Only God knows that. And he's not omnipresent. That's why he can't be everywhere at once. But he does have what it's. It's like a hierarchy. It's like a military. There's powers, principalities, and it comes down. Yeah. And that's why when Jesus cast the demon out of that little boy who threw himself into the fire, etc. And the apostles say, why couldn't we cast them out? And he says, this kind, this type of demon, only comes out by prayer and fasting. Yeah. So there are different levels. Mm -hmm. Some would suggest that some may have more control over nations or leaders. We don't know. Mm -hmm. Some may have more controls over areas. Uh, uh, area that's given over yeah. uh, to promiscuity or to yeah. drug. Or, it could have <clears> a... That's, that's a separate area altogether. Right. But getting back to your point, David, if you turn to the book of James... Um, this whole I think of being rightly related uh, and under authority if you look at James chapter 4 this is one of the secrets if you will or instructions of how we can have uh, victory victory and look at verse um, chapter 4 verse 6 and 7 okay I have a one okay. but he gives us more grace that is why scripture says God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. Submit yourselves then to God. Redis resist the devil and he will flee from you. That's a very important instruction oh, yeah. right Absolutely. there. Yeah. God resists the proud. Right. What was Satan's main what was Lucifer's oh, yeah, main? I. It pride. Was me. Pride. Pride. Right. Mm -hmm. Pride. Oh, Do you notice the use of this word resist? Yeah. Push out. Mm -hmm. Push out. God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. Yeah. Therefore, he says, because you know this, you're not, we're not proudful, submit to God. In yeah. other words, to submit <clears throat> to sub is where we get the word submarine or come under, yeah. come under God's authority. Yes. And, um, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom, kingdom come, thy will be, be done. done. Yeah. I want his will done here. Absolutely. We want his kingship over our life. And then it says this, therefore, submit to God. Remember what Jesus says to the centurion? Yeah. He comes in, he needs a healing for a servant. Uh -huh. And Jesus says, okay, I'll go to your house. He says, no, no, I'm not worthy, Lord. Nevertheless, say the word. It'll be, and Jesus says, where did you get this kind of faith? He says, I'm a man under authority. authority. I say to my men, go this, do that, and they do mm -hmm. it. I'm under your authority. He's basically, see, we cannot have authority unless we're under authority. Yeah. That's why independence, pride, 
uh, self-made man, all these kind of stuff. It's not, it's not kingdom principles. Mm -hmm. yeah. But here it says, first we're humble, there, then we submit, then we do what? Resist the devil. Yeah. That word resist is the same word that's used, God resists the proud. Right. Now, if we resist the devil under God's authority, what does the devil do? He flees. flees. Doesn't just go away, but yeah. he flees. flees. Right. Yeah. That's power. Oh, no kidding. Okay? Yeah. That is a wow. powerful place to be. And that's why we pray, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Yeah. And these are, I tell people, these are real prayers. Yeah. These are real uh, prayers because we're, we're called to be effectual people. And we don't want to uh, get so proud, or I think I'm so self-sufficient, or I don't need, you know, and I can do this on my own. Uh-uh. We need to be submitted to God. As Wanda says, we have to be in God's Word. Yeah. We have to be in fellowship. We have to be in a, in a community under pastoral care. Absolutely. All of these things contribute to a safeguard yes. and a hedge of protection. Absolutely. Please. You know, John, I was looking at this, and Billy Graham said, whenever we feel attacked by forces of darkness, we can put James 4, 7 into practice, which says, as we just mentioned, submit yourselves then to God, Resist the devil and he will flee from you. But if we are not submitting ourselves to God and we're not in the word and we're not focused on, you know, the we part yes. of their relationship, yeah. this formula doesn't work. We do not have the supernatural powers to resist him. And that's the thing that took me so long to get. Yeah. And one of the key components that Satan goes after is our faith which is the core of that relationship with God. Mm. And, and faith to me, I, this one site talked about how the only thing, we can be like Superman, mm -hmm. the only thing that can get Superman is kryptonite. Mm -hmm. And without our faith, uh, you know, without our faith, it's like our kryptonite. That's really the only thing that can take us down if we, if we lose sight of that faith in that relationship with God when we're doing this battle. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, yeah. we're, we can be invincible, just like Jesus told the disciples. Look, Jesus says he's the good shepherd. We're the sheep, yeah. okay? Yeah. Now, the, the key with sheep, they're not they're not, they're not not vicious animals. They don't yeah. have claws, they don't yeah. have big teeth. Mm -hmm. Their whole key for their survival, yeah. not just for provision and food, but for protection, mm -hmm. is staying together, yeah. but staying close to the shepherd. Yeah. Now, when, again, when I was overseas, we used to see these... Uh, um, shepherd boys mm -hmm. take a flock of goats or sheep down the in, literally in front of our house. It was yeah. a dirt path, and you'd watch and you see some of the weaker ones or the little strays would get cut off, and they would they would lag behind the whole group, right? Yeah. And and but then you'd see these dogs like what start circling like real wide, and then they'd start closing in. But then the shepherd boy would run back with a slingshot, and he'd shoot a stone and yelp, mm -hmm. yelp, yelp. Then he brings the little guy back into the flock. Yeah. We have to stay, yes. number one, close to the shepherd, yeah. and two, we have to stay in community. Yes. We yes. have to stay in the flock. And we're yes. going to look at this next week, the importance of being in a community of believers in a church setting under pastoral care. There's mm -hmm. power there. And, yes. and, and just to finish my visual with <laughs> Superman, you know, Superman could not remove the kryptonite himself. Right? He needed Lois Lane or somebody else mm. to help him. The same with our faith, just like you brought up. And that's why I like that that visual, because you know we can't do it alone. Hey, I haven't been able to go on this walk without you. Uh, and and the, the other key component is the Holy Spirit in our lives. We really need to ask God, but we can't get the Holy Spirit, John, right without a right relationship with God. It doesn't come into us, right? I mean, isn't that... Well, the, the key with... As it says in, in John chapter 1, verse 12... To as many as received him, 
to them he gave the power or the privilege mm -hmm. to become a child of God. Yes. And and that's a free gift. We don't yeah. earn the Holy Spirit, but God is very willing to give us the Holy Spirit if we're willing to turn our life yes. and, and by right. faith receive him. Yeah. Once you have the Holy Spirit indwelling you, it says in 1 John, greater is he that is in you than he that's in where? The in the world. Yeah. Now, that ties yes. in with James chapter Amen. 4. But we have an we have a power, but it's only because we're rightly submitted under God's power. Yes. yes. Go and in, in addition to that, we have to be, remain consistent. Our walk with the Lord has to be consistent. Yep. We can't, okay, decide when I fall in trouble, then I cry to the Lord. You have to, because just like the, the, the Lord knows whether you've been consistent or not, so does the enemy. <laughs> and he uses that. So we have to make sure that in this is it is very evident that we are walking in our in the last times that we remain consistent and be sure of where our hope is. That's your excellent point. Uh, you know, uh, thank you, Wanda. Mm -hmm. I just want to announce again our phone here is four four zero three nine nine three zero four four. That's four four zero three nine nine three zero four four. And again. I want to thank those that are listening in, especially we have a nice group, as you Absolutely. say, Wanda, from Chicago. Yes. And please call in. I mean, you know, you have insight, you have a comment. Yeah. Uh, we really appreciate when you call in. And uh, we're going to continue with this topic. I think it's that important uh, about the world, about the flesh, about Satan, that we understand our enemy. Mm -hmm. I mean, one of the things mm -hmm. in warfare... <coughs> is to understand your enemy. One of the things for a football team to win a game, you have to understand the strategy yeah. of your opposing team. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The Browns have to, anyhow. Let me show you how this works. Look at 2 Corinthians chapter 2. 2 Corinthians chapter 2. We're going to just look at how we're empowered to understand some of this strategy. Um, 2 Corinthians chapter 2, and this is where Paul is imploring believers to bring this one back that is now repentant, formerly a sinner, but they're saying restore him. Mm -hmm. But it says in verse 10, Now whom you forgive anything, I also forgive. For if indeed I have forgiven anything, I have forgiven that one uh, for your sakes in the presence of Christ. In other words, it says forgive this person. He's offended the, the, the believers. Bring him back in. He's repentant. But look at verse 11, what he says. Mm. What's he saying there? Lest Satan should get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. Okay, so in this situation, what is his strategy? What is his strategy? Just in these two verses, what is his strategy? He says, do this so that Satan doesn't get advantage of us. Mm -hmm. How would he get advantage of them if, if they don't do what? You keep Christ in your, your sight. Yeah, but what if, there's a very practical thing. If they don't do what? Forgive. Forgive. Absolutely. See that? Yeah. So so he's saying, look, forgive them. Restore yeah. this guy. Don't hold a grudge against him. Don't uh -huh. be embittered. Bring him back in. Heal him. You know, mm -hmm. bring him back into the flock, if I can say that. Uh -huh. Don't let Satan get it. How would he get an advantage? If I don't forgive that person. Yes. I hold a grudge. Yeah. I'm embittered. Yeah. I get other people around me. Hey, did you know what so and so? Uh -huh. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And what does he did? He's got his. He's got a foothold in there. Yeah. He's yeah. got a. How many friendships, Absolutely. marriages, churches, clubs, teams are divided? Not on a big thing, but somebody is offended. Yeah. He didn't do that. He mm -hmm. didn't call me. I and before we think it's so small, <laughs> but it can be very big. Absolutely. And what one of his things is to do what? Rob. Uh huh. Rob what? Unity, yes. joy, purpose. Absolutely. Look, 
Think of our own lives. Think of a family situation, a yes. friendship. Yeah. It says in Proverbs, chief friends can be separated by a whisperer. Guys could go through a war together, but a whisperer, wow. a rumor, and where does that come from? The father of lies. If we know his strategy. So what I want to see in the coming weeks, yes. we're going to look at his strategy. Yeah. And we're That's going to be great. empowered. Uh, because why? To be forewarned is to be forearmed. Yes. He, now, if they didn't forgive this guy, and there's division, the church starts breaking down, uh -huh. who's who, who did that? Oh, yeah. The enemy had yes. an open door. Absolutely. We're going to yeah. see how he gets these open doors. Mm -hmm. Another point of entry he gets uh, is actually in uh, mm. uh, by bringing in lies. Mm -hmm. uh, that, that, and that's a big, uh, big problem uh, when he comes in. And actually, he actually comes in. Uh, stay in 2 Corinthians. We'll look at this. And just turn okay. to chapter 11 for a moment. Chapter 11? Uh-huh. And if you would, read, read verse 2 and 3. Got it, Dave? No, go ahead, Wanda. For I am jealous over you with godly jealousy. For I have espoused you to one husband, that I may represent you as a chaste virgin to Christ. But I fear, lest by any means, as the serpent beguiled Eve through, the, through his subtlety, so your mind should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. Notice that. He says, I'm worried that the serpent gets in. Wow. How? Verse 5. For if he who comes preaches another Jesus. Do you think people are preaching another Jesus today? Mm -hmm. Big time. Absolutely. What Absolutely. is it? What, What's the Jesus of Islam? That he's just a great prophet. What's the Jesus of Jehovah Witness? That he is a lesser God. Yeah. That he is just an angelic. Yeah. All up and down the line. Even, yeah. even in Christendom today, they're minimizing the deity of Jesus Christ. That's Jesus. A, they come in, they preach another Jesus, they preach a different gospel. Why? Because, look at verse, the same chapter, look at verse 13 and 14. For as much are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into apostles of Christ, and no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. There. Yeah. How do we begin this? What was he at the very beginning? Yes. What was his name? Yeah. Wow. Angel of light. Angel right. of light. Do you, see, yeah. do you see how this comes down to the 21st century, mm -hmm. to where we are at today? Yeah. And oh, how right, we yeah. can be equipped? Mm -hmm. yeah. And in the days to come, right. in the shows I'm gonna, we're going to look at how false apostles got in throughout church history and bring in pernicious doctrines particularly about the person of jesus christ yeah his death on the cross his burial his resurrection mm -hmm. all these where does this come from well it comes from the father of lies mm. it comes from the father and these guys look good coming in don't make oh, yeah. any mistake about oh, yeah. it it looks good coming in Heck you know yeah. they might do good works they might have a soft mm -hmm. message they might have mm -hmm. this but at the end of it look at even in our own lifetime jim jones David yeah. Koresh, yes. all of these guys, they, they, they yeah. start feeding the poor, they're getting people together in community, yes. but then they get this poison, yep. these untruths. Mm -hmm. See, if you make a cake and you put in flour and yeah. egg and vanilla and all yeah. these good things, yeah. at the very end you put in two drops of arsenic. Hmm. Is that a good cake? Yeah. <laughs> Tastes good. Yeah. Kills you. Oh, no, it's all good. So, too. Yeah. False doctrine. <laughs> False doctrine. That's how like it gets that. in. Yeah, that's good. That's how it gets in. Yep. So, again, uh, mm. I think we're in a really good area. Absolutely. It's very yeah. cutting edge today. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the purposes of our show here at 89.1 is to equip believers, yeah, all of give, us. Give them the Nobody tools. has it yes. made. We all give the tools. 
learn how to do this, and yeah. more importantly, once we have it, to share that with others. Yes. We're called to be disciple makers. Yes. And yes. If Absolutely. we can equip the people yeah. that God has placed in our lives, our children, our friends, new believers at mm -hmm. church, this is a powerful yeah. thing. Uh, because, uh, you know, we give knowledge, you know, yeah. and we put a high level, we should, you know, education and advanced degrees and that. But this is wisdom. Yes. yes. See, knowledge will teach you how to make a living. Wisdom will teach you how to make a life. Yeah. Knowledge will teach man how to get to the moon. Wisdom will show man how to get to heaven. Uh -huh. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Amen to that. Amen. So they're both good. Yeah. But the Bible says get wisdom. Mm -hmm. Get wisdom. And so, uh, any mm -hmm. final thoughts on any of this, David and Wanda? No, I, I think, John, uh, you hit it right on the head. One of the key things for us with this show is to bring ideas and information and um, and facts that the Bible mm -hmm. allows us to see when you're walking that you might not hear uh, in other places. Because it's important for us. I mean, I can't tell you how blessed I feel that now I feel more equipped to go out there. Mm -hmm. when, when you become a new believer, your first reaction is, what do I do? Mm -hmm. Well, how is this any different? Do I just show up once a week mm -hmm. uh, to church? And, and that's not it. You know, that's not it at all. But once you're in the Word, and I like what you said to me in the car, John, on the way up here, you realize that you're studying and you're doing uh, the work you're doing because it's going to help others. It's gotta be. And once we go, again, from the I to the we, it blows the doors off the whole Absolutely. thing. That's... And we start to follow in Jesus' footsteps as servant leaders. And that's the name of this game. Yeah. And everything else falls into line, and that's where you get perfect equilibrium. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Just want to thank everyone for watching. Uh, hello, Miss Jeanette. Uh, we, we we do this every week. And in, in addition to that, I um, put us on Facebook Live because this is this is the word rightly di divided, the scriptures rightly divided, given with wisdom and understanding. And this is to equip you to walk in a in a victorious life in Christ Jesus. Because no, without Him. We are lost. And in this time, which is getting darker and darker and darker, we need the light. And he is the light unto our people. He is, he is that light. The word is our light. Thank you, Wanda. Well put. And, and again, uh, thank you for tuning in today. Yes, thanks, everybody. Uh, one of the models of our show, of course, is uh, answers to a changing world from God's unchanging word. Yes. And as Wanda says, we live in a time that... Uh, I don't know if there's ever been times quite. We do know that the time we live in never before has information yes. gone quicker yes. across the globe yeah. than it does yes. now. And uh, knowledge alone and information is not making us better people. Mm -hmm. We're more informed people. Mm -hmm. uh, we might be, uh, mm -hmm. you know, intellectual giants, but we're still moral midgets oh, without Christ you. and without the Word of God. Yeah. And so. Um, Again, we look forward to the shows coming up in the future. We're going to stay on this topic. Yep. We're going to go into these three areas, the devil, mm -hmm. the world, and the flesh. And we're going to see how these three converge, actually, yeah. when Satan comes full blast. But we have much more authority through Christ and through yes. Christ alone. Okay, Amen. thanks again, Wanda. Thank you. Thank have you. a good weekend, everybody. Good weekend, God bless you all. God bless you.